and we are live man we're live we're live we're live hey guys welcome to the superhero cuts podcast where we talk all things marvel dc and star wars it's obviously your boy stevie hayes joined by obviously comic cuts bro what's good how are you doing today i'm great man i'm great welcome everyone to the show how are you stevie always good man bro whenever we're here i'm always good facts i agree yeah so um obviously Usual Tuesday episode. I know last week we were on Wednesday. We're always going to be on Tuesdays. It was just a little switch up, but we're back on Tuesdays. All right, so today we're talking about the new – so the, the main like topic of this podcast is really talking about the uh, Avengers roster. So Comic Cuts, I know, you, I, I know you've been wanting to talk about this, so you go ahead, bro. You got it. So at the moment of recording this right now, we've all seen Guardians 3, which obviously was amazing, but it's safe to say – the best Marvel movie of the year is going to go down as a non-MCU movie produced by Sony. Now, we're also halfway through Secret Invasion, and the only other MCU project coming out this year is the Marvels. I think it's fair to say most fans don't even really care about the movie. Wouldn't even Would it even be reasonable to say that, that, that fans agree with this sentiment? I think so. And in all fairness, I enjoyed Captain Marvel. Hell, I even enjoyed Miss Marvel. I know most people, whether they like it or not, doesn't even matter because most fans didn't even watch Miss Marvel. Sure, I have problems with Brie Larson. Personally, I don't let that affect my opinion or enjoyment of the movie. Why should I? But when it comes down to what's all said and done for 2023, it's it's not even at its worst yet. It gets really bad when you think about what's to come all these movies we've been watching and you think about what's the direction, where is this going? And I think that's when fans get really concerned. And I know non-comic fans are starting to get tired of the MCU. A lot of my friends that go to movies that don't read comics aren't bothering seeing MCU movies. Some of them have even said to me, I know guardians volume three is a good movie. I believe what I've heard, but I don't care to go see the movie. Even if it's on demand, I don't even want to watch it. Um, And it's not just Marvel. You know, when you think about the DCU and moving forward, Aquaman 2, I don't think many fans care about that. And I think that a lot of these directors and studios have a responsibility to make good movies for a genre that they are letting fall by their wayside. But when you think about it in the MCU and you think about the roster going forward, if the MCU were to drop an Avengers movie next week, would you go? Who do you think would be on the poster? What do you think it would be about? They're talking about Avengers Secret Wars. And that was a movie that when Kevin Feige announced it, fans got really hyped about it. But do, do you even remember thinking about the hype for Secret Wars? Do you think if you've read the Secret Wars comic and you look at the MCU, what, where it's going now, does that make you think that uh, Secret Wars is going to deliver? I think there's only a few characters in the pipeline that could alleviate some of the downfalls of the MCU. And they're not even coming around till 2025. So we have some serious problems. Anyway, it's been on my mind a lot, obviously. Stevie, what do you think? I mean, I I, I definitely hear what you're saying about just all the MCU drama and the stuff going on. Um, I think that I don't know. 
it's, it's, it's just really a lot, a lot to throw on me. Um, I think that the MCU, like, I think the announcements are always going to get people hyped. The issue is that you can't announce this stuff and then give us trash. Um, at the end of the day, I believe that everything lives and dies on the content being good. And I am just a proponent of good content will get views. Good content will get fans to come back, you know. And I, and I think the same rest with the MCU, right? Because we got, you know, BVS, which is a largely hated film. As, as as much as you like it, me you can both agree that the original cut sucks, right? Um, and then you know, then we got you know jo- Joss Joss Whedon's Justice League, but every fan came out to see the Snyder cut. You know, like as much as DC fans, as DC fans, we've been let, let down. We'll still go out to watch that show. The same way with Star Wars, right? Star Wars, you know, Kathleen Kennedy's been doing a lot of she was doing a lot of mid with you know with the, the sequels, but. When 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 Mando season one and season two was out, a lot of fans were going to go and watch it, and I believe that with the MCU, it is the same sentiment. Um, I but you know, I think that you know back in the prime of the MCU, the thing was that we got so much good content that the mid content people still watch because it was like, all right, like we know that like this is just what we we just, we just have to sit through and that's it. But when you have mid after mid after mid, you know, and like. And also, you know, kind of comparing to what we had in the past, right? There was a goal. The goal was Thanos. We all knew the goal was Thanos. So everything was proponing to it. With Jonathan Majors going through his lawsuit stuff, I think that has an, another issue of like fans feeling like the MCU is just kind of like has no type of direction. And when you get all, and then, you know, when we put the Disney Plus shows and all these different projects, you know, and you know, when Bob Iger first said in his interview uh, last week that his goal is to, you know, is to slow down production of Marvel and uh, Star Wars, Marvel to be exact, I well, if I was at first against it, but now I see why. Because here is the thing, bro. Marvel movies used to be an event, okay? When we knew a Marvel movie was coming out. We dropped. I mean, you and I still drop everything to watch these shows, but everybody would drop everything. Everybody would would be into the the freaking trailers. There would be Twitter wars going on. I mean, I mean, do you not remember when on on Twitter during during a during a civil war when you when when you chose if you were Team Iron Man or Team Cap, you would get a message from the Captain America Civil War official Twitter until you start saying welcome to Team Iron. Man. You know what I mean? Like like there was something about it, and I do think that you know the death of Marvel is the fact that there's been so many projects that coming out at one time and the thing is and the thing is is the lack of the magic touch which is Kevin Feige because when Kevin Feige has his hands on the whole entire project most of those projects are great the same way Kevin Feige just talked about you know with uh with the Marvels about how you know he had to pull back a little bit with his director you know like th- there's just so many you know different ways that you know contributes to you know the, the mcu kind of hitting this 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 low point i'm not gonna say that 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 the mcu is on a downfall because I, I don't think it will ever be but you know for, for, for this low point that we are e- experiencing i don't necessarily think it is the fans the issues is that when the fans show up the movie sucks and that's the issue you know i also think they need to stop listening to fan demands you know uh i like the one of the biggest things going into secret wars for me is, and I talk about it all the time, the rivalry between T'Challa and Namor. And the fact that Marvel listened to the fans, didn't recast T'Challa, 
And now those fans regret saying that. Um, you know, it, it sucks that we didn't get a T'Challa Namor movie. Wakanda Forever should have been, you know, ranked amongst like Winter Soldier level. And, you know, these movies, like you said, they're not events. You know, um, I don't think like if James Gunn were to drop Guardians of the Galaxy one today, I don't think he would have had the box office success that he had initially. I'm not saying it wouldn't reach, you know, like critical praise and, and acclaim and all that, but I'm saying that I don't think fans trust Marvel enough today to go see a movie about a couple characters that they've never heard about before, like they did in 2014 when Guardians of the Galaxy 1 first came out. I'll be honest with you, bro. I disagree that Kevin Feige listened to the fans because before the fans even – like the second Bozeman died, Feige was like, we're not recasting. The second he died, you know, yeah. uh, Chadwick – RIP to, to Chadwick. I will always say that whenever we speak about the man, praying for him and his family still. But what, that, that was a Kevin Feige decision, which I think was honestly inspired, talked about by Ryan Coogler. I think that that and I honestly think that the cast and the director had a really hard time. And like, you know, I think that's a that's a big part of, you know, a lot of the mistakes that have come with, you know, the MCU. But like at the end of the day, like you and I can both attest to this, bro. Good content is good content. And yeah. yes, some of this content's good. Like you and I like Ant-Man. Like we don't hate Ant-Man. We think no. Quantum Mania is good. But you and I can both say that like that the quality of the content isn't up to par with what it used to be. And like I can't blame Iron Man, you know, and I mean look, we, we can say, you know, we like we want Tony back and all of this stuff, but like at the end of the day, like there like there are ways to include other characters that, that are important that fans will love. Um yeah. and you know, it just seems like there's not a lot of direction going on. But I do have hope and my hope and, and I believe that Kevin Feige is making a lot of changes because he is and he has been. So, you know, I still have hope. Like I, I think the Marvels is gonna be a really good movie. I mean, like I, I think that movie's gonna be really good. Um, I have a lot of faith in it. And so, you know, as I said, I believe there's hope. I just think that, you know, we have to kind of um, you know, Josh from uh Dinner Nerds, he said, you know, he said the harsh reality is this, and he's a diehard Marvel fan, just like me and you. He said, we got to eat some crap before we get to the good stuff. And we, that's, and that's, that's the reality. Eat, we didn't have to eat crap before, though. It, it, it isn't before anymore, you know, because Disney Plus shows have come in and, you know, and, and, and they wanted to do all of this stuff when the re reality is, I think one of the, the big, bro, I'll be honest, I think one of the biggest one of the one of the biggest um like ways that the MCU was was successful was that we only got two to three movies a year and that was it. That's fair. There was no show. There was no extra content, and these movies were hyper focused. And these and the and, and you know when when you have less things to work on, you're able to you know make better quality. Yeah. And, and I agree, and, and you know, you mentioned to me before, like Kevin Feige being spread too thin. That makes sense to me, you know. But like, I, I just think they're making a lot of poor decisions. Uh, you know, I don't think like America Chavez shouldn't have been in Doctor Strange. They were, you know, contemplating having her in No Way Home. Like America Chavez doesn't belong in the MCU. She's not an interesting character. 
she could do one cool thing that you could have had another character use or be able to do, you know, not naturally, but I'd rather have a character have some kind of device or portal jumping through multiverses that I care about than having American Chavez ruin multiverse of madness. You know, now, uh, with you saying that, to just to combat some, because I 50 50 agree, right? I think that America Chavez shouldn't have been in Multiverse of Madness. I think you could have introduced her into the, like, I honestly, I would have liked America Chavez and the Miss Marvel project more than, um, more than, uh, Doctor Strange, mostly because we we saw Kamala travel back in time. So having Kamala tra traveling back in time with America Chavez jumping multiverses, I think that would have been pretty cool. Um, but I will say this: they they she does she does end up in a place where she can grow as a character because she's on Carmitage and she's learning magic, and I think she's going to be a very powerful character. Now, do I do do I care about that? No, but you know. It, it isn't like they just threw her in and she's just like, you know, there. No, she's at Carmitage yeah. and she's learning her magic. If we don't care about it, they're going to have a tough time selling it to everyone else. For sure. But I do, but I think that there's a way in Doctor Strange where you can have your cake and eat it too, right? Like, I think America Chavez works if you don't make America Chavez the center of the freaking movie, you know? Because Doctor Strange could have just used her to jump the multiverses and that was it, you know? Because, yeah, like, man. because, but look, right? To think about this, right? If the main villain was was some other entity, or if, if the center of the movie was not her, right? And, and you know, Wong was like, you know, hey, we have, you know, there's this girl I know about, whatever, somehow he knows about her. He's like, she can jump the she can jump to different multi versions and then Doctor Strange just used her to jump and then that was it. No one cares and people are like excited because they're like, oh like there's this little girl she looks like she got cool powers, you know, because there's mystery and you're not trying to put your movie on that character's back. That that's the main issue. I don't yeah. I don't I don't really see the issue with America Chavez being in the movie. The issue is when you make her like one of the top three center points in your film. I still think they could have used a character that you know, people care about. Like, I, I don't think anyone is ever going to care about America Chavez, number one. You know, they could have used a different character, jumping portals, like, you know, and I, I still think, like, and I know Reed Richards was in the movie already, and, like, I think they could have used, like, a Reed Richards-created portal and have a separate scene with Reed Richards, and I think that like that would have been so much more impactful because, you know, here's the thing. A lot of people's first call out to the changing of the quality of content of the MCU is we don't have Cap and Iron Man. Now, when we first got Cap and Iron Man, we also got Thor. All three characters were interesting. All three characters were perfectly casted. And here's the thing. I think that, like, to balance it out, I really do believe this. I think they need at least three characters to replace them. And I know Thor is still in the MCU, but, like, he was trashed by Taika Waititi. Uh, he, and he could be salvaged, though. He could be salvaged. He could be salvaged. But I think that they need 
three, okay, maybe two characters. And no, I no, think no. They, they need three. They need three. I, and, and I and, think the, you yeah. know where I'm going. I think those characters are going to come from Fantastic Four. And I think those characters are going to be and the Reed Richards, Johnny Storm, and The Thing. Now, here's the thing. Yes, the X-Men could be the saving grace as well, but I don't think we're going to get the mutant saga before Secret Wars. I don't think Marvel is going to go back to the drawing board and be like, you know what? We're just going to pretend we never said Secret Wars. We're doing the mutant saga off the hype of the Deadpool 3. I don't think that would happen. I don't think it's the right move. Um, you know, I, I do think they desperately need the mutants, but you already said Secret Wars. I want to see Secret Wars. Um, and, you know, listen, the, when the X-Men come around, like, balancing it out is not going to be an issue. They're going to have so many awesome characters to bring in, you know, and they're going to have some new characters that no one really ever saw. I mean, yeah, Gambit was in X-Men, you know, Origins, like one movie, but we never really got that much out of Gambit. Um, and, and I think that's going to be interesting in the Mutant Saga. But... You know, I think that they need the salvage ground now, and I think that they need it for Secret Wars. And, you know, that that Fantastic Four movie is far away. I mean, when is – hold on, I'm going to look up the release date. This is going to be a long conversation because you just pissed me off on the low. Don't <laughs> just say that crap, dude. That just made Which me actually part? angry. That just really pissed me off. Oh, my God. I'm raging at what you just said. What the – What, about dude, Gambit? No. What you said about the – okay, okay, okay. So, <clears throat> number one. Number one, all right, before we even get started, right, or before we even before I even go into what pissed me off, Marvel should have started Phase 4 with the Fantastic Four. I agree. Number one, Marvel should have started Phase 4 with the Fantastic Four because number one is Phase 4. But number two, if you kill off one of your two base characters, you got to introduce two other characters that are just as big or even bigger. And in my opinion, I think the Fantastic Four transcends Iron Man Cap and Thor before we even got the MCU. And I think that they still transcend those characters in the grand scheme of comic books and all that jazz. Um, you might not, not agree, but I, I think the yeah, Fantastic Four transcends them. Um, it's debatable, but I, I disagree. Yeah. So Personal preference. Yeah, so I don't think you could personally build the MCU universe around just the F4. I think you need the mutants. Um, and... I think that the three characters that you need to build them off of is obviously Reed, number one. Number two is someone from the X-Men, like a Professor X or a Wolverine. And the third one has to be the recasted T'Challa. Those have to be your three because you're getting three of the most powerful beings in their respected areas. I think the Fantastic Four, they are the most powerful human entities that that, that, that we're ever going to see in the MCU. Um or in 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 the Marvel comics, and then you get Professor X or whoever or, or Wolverine, who are the most powerful or the most popular and powerful mutants, and then you need someone, uh, and then you need someone from you know like a ruler, which is a T'Challa or some space character. I'm not sure who they will use, but like I could see maybe that happening. Um, but to put it all on the Fantastic Four, I I think I don't. I don't think that's really possible. I do think that they can drive a lot of hype, though. You know, obviously, well, I don't but... think I don't think it's just the Fantastic Four. I think the Fantastic Four with you know, like Sam Wilson and Thor. You know, I don't think Thor. Sam. I don't think Sam's going to be. Fans don't care. Like, like, look, fans do care about Sam Wilson's Captain America. He will never be on 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 that tier with that's Bozeman fair. and them. It's just, it's just, right, it's just right. not happening. You know, like. Yeah. 
he's on the same tier as like you know Bucky and those type of kids where we love them, but they're not like universally loved. And there's a point where even as much as people hate Brie Larson's Captain Marvel, there was a point where Brie Larson's Captain Marvel was universally loved. She was like her her and Bozeman were going to be the next ones up. You know, her Bozeman and Holland. And let and let's not forget about Tom Holland, uh, Tom Holland either. Like you know, I think you know maybe maybe, maybe they got to recast them. Spider Man? Oh God, here we go. <laughs> We're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do yeah, that right yeah, now. Yeah. But no, but no, no, but seriously, I mean, I think with like Tom Holland and you know, I mean they, they like when when everyone's here in full effect, the F4, the X-Men, I think that there's a way to make these characters popular. I, I think the issue is just that they're taking so long to get to these freaking characters. Like, yeah. I mean, and, and then you're just letting other good characters sit. Like, why the hell didn't you rush a blade movie at this point? Why yeah. the hell yeah. and, you know? Why the hell haven't you dug into Ghost Rider? Why and why? Why hasn't there... because the the thing about like Blade and Ghost Rider that's like so special that I think like a lot of people don't realize outside of like our world is that similar to Spider Man, they're street level character heroes that also play really well to you know like out-of-world events or yeah, what they can do both. are now known as, like, you know, Avenger-level threat. Exactly. You know? And, and yeah. so, and, and that's why, bro, to me, it's like, why would I settle for a, you know, I think that, like, you know, as I said, I think Scarlet Witch is on that A-tier mm -hmm. level. She's very loved by fans. WandaVision was a really big show. But why are we doing an Echo show? Well, we could be doing a Ghost Rider movie. By the way, it's not, and, and I want to. You know what I'm it, saying? It's not. It's not just the shows. Like Eternals, Eternals should have been so much bigger than it was, and people forget that that even came out in exactly. Four. But here's the issue: is that they didn't introduce them with anyone. You can't. You can't like, like you, bro. You, you're not going to. You're not going to copy what Guardians did, bro. That's yeah. a once in a lifetime thing right there, you know? Yeah. And it's like, and it's like, you know, I think the Eternal should have should have been an endgame, in my opinion. Um, I think that, that would have been a perfect way to introduce them and catapult them, but like, why right. do the Eternals if we could have got the Fantastic Four? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it like, why no. even you, like why even dig into these characters? And honestly, right? You could have you you could have done the Fantastic Four and the mutants first, and you could have used the Eternals to come after the mutants because, in the because I mean, there is a part in the comics where the Eternals have a hand in the creation of the mutants. So like, you so like you could have used the Eternals as like the backfill for the mutants, but when you introduce all these like unknown characters and stuff so quickly, fans don't care. And so yeah. that's and, and you know, and you know, but I also see Kevin Feige's POV right. Kevin Feige's point of view, bro, was like, but Iron Man wasn't well known, but Thor wasn't well known, but Captain America wasn't really a a well known character. It's a different time, bro. And the and the thing is, this is in 2008. You have created the greatest cinematic universe of all time, so you yeah. cannot you cannot use unknown characters and think that they're going to gross you a, a billion dollars. It's not and, possible anymore. And it's those not. Those movies are now compared against Iron Man One, Captain America. Captain America Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy. And you know what fans still remember? Leaving the theater after Endgame. 
Exactly. And that's the issue, bro, is like, and, you know, Feige has to understand you got to change the formula, which means you have to get characters that sh that you know are going to be successful. A Blade movie would do a billion. A Ghost Rider movie would do close to a billion dollars, you know? Yeah. Doing a Midnight Suns project would gross a billion dollars. Yo, if they did Midnight Suns. You know what I'm saying? And because because here is my thing. I'm cool with sidelining Photon and Miss Marvel and sidelining um Clea and and even sidelining the freaking Guardians to give me the Midnight Suns. I I will sideline them in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? Because well, that's so that so you know, that's just where I'm like, okay, like what are we really doing here? And as great as Guardians was, like, fans know, and James Gunn even said, you know, this movie is just to tell the end of the Guardians, that Guardians team story. It's not to set anything up. And I think it's a problem that the best Phase 4 or post-Endgame movie is a movie that doesn't set anything up for the future. And that, that movie is, I don't think anyone... Actually, I think some people might debate No Way Home is better than Guardians 3, but No Way Home is like two years old at this point. It's, you know, it's a long time ago. Yeah. Also, I, I put No Way Home in Endgame tier. That's one of the greatest films of all time. Yeah, I, I'm not I even comparing that. Um, but I but I 100% I agree, bro. And so, yeah, that's where I'm just like, you know, because the MCU has always had the rights to Ghost Rider. Why have we gotten Ghost Rider? Like, how do we get She-Hulk before Ghost Rider? You know? I it's, still can't believe they ever made... Like, She-Hulk? That show should not exist. Also, where the hell is Nova? Yeah. That, too. That It's crazy that, like... You know what I'm saying? We we, we legit saw his people, the, 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 the freaking Xandars, but where the hell is Nova? Yeah. Why... Why did we get why why did we get Adam Warlock and not Nova? Why 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 isn't Nova Nova a guardian of the galaxy? See what I'm saying? I I, I prefer Warlock over Nova. I disagree you, with that. You but 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 you legit could have done the same exact story with Nova, in my opinion. Because the Xandars hate the freaking Guardians who and also but it, but you know it's bringing more popularity to a character, you know, and and, and that's just all I'm saying is that like I think Marvel has to listen to the fans in the sense of understand what fans love. I think Marvel just overdoes it, if that makes sense. They yeah. Marvel e e either overdoes it or they just don't care. And 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 like I feel like back in the day, like Feige, like when they were making the Avengers movies, they were on their own wave of what they were. <gasps> excuse me. They were on their own wave of like what they were doing because I mean there was a lot of endgame theories that people had. And honestly, no one, no one saw Tony Stark dying coming. So you know, I feel like, you know, I don't know. Maybe they're at a creative writer's block. I'm not sure, but regardless, man, they gotta really fix what's going on, man, because like the content that we're bringing out is just not the same, and it's honestly hurting the Marvel franchise. But with all that being said, right? But I do think there's still hope for the Marvel universe and I'm not, you know, and as I said, I'm not writing them out like like a lot of other fans are. I think fans are very emotional and fans act on such a whim, just like even our friends in our superhero group chat, right? All they do is just crap on Marvel and say, oh, Marvel's done, Marvel's this, Marvel's that. I, I just, I just, 
I just enjoy them for what they are. No, I'm, I'm holding Marvel to a, to a standard because I still b- believe in, in the franchise. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's the cool, easy thing to do right now. It's like, oh, Marvel's falling off, you know? But listen, Marvel is the greatest cinematic franchise of all time. They set the standards. They're the reason franchises are what they are. They're the reason DC hired James Gunn and we're going to get... If the MCU didn't exist, the DCU wouldn't exist. I'd argue that the last Spider uh, Star Wars trilogy might not exist, uh, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. You know, there's a lot of things that are happening in movies. I don't think the last couple Mission Impossibles movies would have happened the way they did. I don't think some of the James Bond movies would have happened the way they did. I don't think some of the John Wick stuff would have happened what they did. I think that the entire Marvel created a paradigm shift for movies. And, you know, we as fans, yeah, it, it might suck right now. And some of the movies really suck. And there's some decisions like She-Hulk and America Chavez. And both those characters shouldn't be in the MCU because they completely suck. But the paradigm shift and us as fans have so much to be grateful to Marvel for. I agree 100%, bro. So, all right. Our Marvel rant is over. If you guys want to know how you feel about the current MCU, there's 30 minutes right there for you. <laughs> okay. So now let's get into this docket for you guys. Okay. So Moon Knight is in the Blade movie. It's a rumor. Moon Knight is rumored to be in the Blade movie. Um, How do you feel about this About this rumor? You know, uh, listen, I, I, I like it because I think that – Moon Knight is one of the best things they've done on Disney Plus, and like it kind of feels like there's been a lot of projects. What a great show! Where the great show, but it feels like there's a lot of projects where they're not planning on doing anything in the future, and they kind of just happened, and they're like going away. So I like that they're doing something with Moon Knight. I only and yes, I do feel like it's fitting to be in the Blade movie. But growing up, I was such a fan of the Wesley Snipes Blade movies that I kind of wish it wasn't happening in the Blade movie because I just want I, I I just want Blade to shine in this. By the way, well, Wesley Snipes is a I was reading some articles. He's a terrible person, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's out of his mind. Yeah. Like, they said he choked. I didn't know he choked out Ryan or. Uh... Reynolds, bro, and punched uh, Holly Berry in the mitt. I know that happened. Yeah, bro, he's like a wild. Like that's what I was, you know, like I think some people probably want to see like Wesley Snipes cameo. Like that's not happening. No, he, <laughs> yeah. not at all. Yeah. But anyways, uh, yeah, I mean, as it, I think Moon Knight is a great show. Oscar Isaac is a really great actor. Um, I think these are one of the characters you know that you need to move with. You know that that you should should, should do more projects with. So I have nothing against that. Um, there's even there's also a, a, another rumor that I, I I remember I uploaded this a while ago last year, but there's a rumor that Moon Knight is also going to be in Captain America: Brave New World. So I would love to see him see him into that as well. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, By the way, like for the secret projects, uh, I, I know I'm going off topic, but I would love to see one of the secret projects be an Illuminati movie. Like, that's the kind of movie they could use to get people hyped for Secret Wars. Yeah, that probably won't happen, though. Probably not. I hear you. Probably won't happen. Um, because because I I don't I don't see that they would do that. I feel like they would just put it in a movie, kind of like, like they did Dot Strange, if that makes sense. Or it's going to be in the Avengers. Right. Um, 
that that's just it's just that just doesn't seem like the way Feige you know moves. But hey, man, Moon Knight and Blade. Hey, this just starts the whole Midnight Suns thing that a lot of fans want. I mean, why not? Why not? Um, okay. So next thing is Aquaman and Blue Beetle delayed. So um, basically, Aquaman was it's uh, Aquaman's coming out in uh, actually on Christmas weekend, and Blue Beetle is supposed to be coming out um, in August next month. And if you guys don't know, the writer strike is going on. And basically, what happened was the guy who's playing Blue Beetle made a video, basically saying to support the strike, he is going to um, not do any promotions for for them before your. Fun fact: Tom Cruise was actually uh, on a on a Zoom call for for the strike fighting for some of the stunt people. But anyways, um, so because he's not going to be promoting promoting the movie, most likely none of the other actors on this project are. The, um, it is most likely going to be delayed till twenty twenty four with Aquaman. And I mean Aquaman. I mean, yeah. So uh, here's my opinion, real quick on this. Um. I mean, look, man, Blue Beetle is the first DCU film, so it kind of sucks that it's going to be delayed. And honestly, um, as much as it sucks, I think it's a good thing because a lot of fans don't care about this project. So maybe just giving it some some time to rest and, and maybe like doing more press, um, more fans are, are going to care about uh, about the Blue Beetle Beetle project. Honestly, if I was James Gunn, I would just release Aquaman in de- December still. Because if you release Aquaman now and then you release Blue Beetle, you can brand it more as like, okay, this is the first DCU film, you know. And then that next, and then you know that next year, twenty twenty five, you'll have the Superman Legacy movie. So I think it's a good thing that it's being pushed back. But I would release Aquaman before uh Blue, Blue uh Beetle at this point. How do you feel about so- it? Number one, just technicality. Blue Beetle is actually not a DCU movie. It's a DC, he, but he is a DCU character. So that I is a dumbest saying, issue I've heard in my life. Yeah, I, I think they probably didn't like the movie for the story. They wanted to <laughs> DCU, but they like the casting and they want to keep them. Um, you know, but I, I do think that, listen, I think there's like, of all the movies, and things going on, the last thing anyone needs is a Blue Beetle movie. Um, but with that being said, the movie actually looks good. Um, you know, but it doesn't look like it's reinventing the wheel. It looks like your tried and tired superhero movie. So, you know, the people who are tired of superhero movies aren't going to go see it. The fans who aren't, like us, are going to go see it. Um, you know, but they definitely need to promote this movie because. Um, it's definitely going to be a flop regardless of promotion or not. And to weather the storm, it, it needs promo, you know, sucks. Cause I was actually looking forward to this movie. Um, I, I, I hope we still see it in August. I think I read something today, you know, that it's not really delayed yet, but I don't see how it doesn't end up getting delayed if it's not already, because if you're not having your star actor promote the movie, that's a problem. 100% agree, bro. 100% agree. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it's just a shame that this project is being delayed, uh, but it is th- what it is at this point. I'm not really surprised, you know, with all the strikes stuff going on, a lot of movies are going to be delayed. We're probably not going to get some movies for a while, man. Like, Captain Marvel might even get delayed at this point. Mm-hmm. So, um, we're like, we, we might not, like, we might get some movies, but they all might be just stream, bro. Like, we might not be seeing movies, any good new movies for a minute. So, 
I don't think they're going to do that again. I think that they, like, that was a massive failure, and specifically for Warner Brothers, and I don't think they're going to do that again. I agree. It, but good news is they are kind of sort of coming to some type of deal, apparently, because I heard that on Tom Cruise call, like, there was some progress made, the call that he was on, apparently. So hopefully, you know, we can we can get this thing figured out because, like, at the end of the day, we can tell you our uh, uh, opinions on it any day, but at the end of the, at the end of the day, we just want this crap to be over. So yeah, yeah. Um, let's so look, let's let's just get a deal done. You know, make sure that you know some people, everybody gets what they they want, and move on. At the end of the day, I'm so sick of this writer straight crap, man. But let's just get it over with. Like it's so annoying, bro. Like like I'm 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 trying to get hyped for Oppenheimer, and I can't because all I hear is writer strike stuff. It's so frustrating. Um, okay. So, okay, so Haley Atwell, she talked about her uh, role in Doctor Strange 2. Um, and so if you don't know who Haley Atwell is, she's in Mission Impossible, the new one. Um, and she played Peggy Carter in Captain America. And basically, Haley Atwell talked about how she did not like her part in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. And she felt like it did a really bad service to her character, Peggy Carter, giving like where she left off at the end. How do you feel about that? Comic cuts. Yeah. You know, I, I agree. I agree. I, you know, like her character, I feel like they could have done so much more with, within the MCU. Um, but I, I don't fault Marvel for that. Like they had so many other things to worry about, whether this thing was going to be successful when she was, you know, still prominent in the MCU. Um, but to see her come back, like, you know, I think her quote was like, I got cut in half by a Frisbee. Um, it would have been cooler to see, you know, I think everyone, and and you might not agree today, but I do think that when we all saw that movie, when it came out in theaters, everyone was disappointed how quickly the Illuminati got taken out. And my opinion still stands with that today. Yep. 100 per agree definitely when she had such a focus on the what if series which i love that series uh by the way great series so underrated yeah and that, the, sorry go ahead i was gonna say I, I don't know if you guys are og fans and you watched our ranking videos what if was like my number two or number three yeah what if, if is what if is one of the best disney pluses to come out and when you do such a deep dive on her as a character and then you give us that crap and dr strange i 100 agree with, with her opinion that sucked yeah. um yeah. so Hey Haley, I I I agree with you, and you did a great job in in uh, Mission Impossible. Great job. Yeah. Okay, she's definitely on, on the rise in her career. If you haven't Heck seen yeah. Mission Impossible, and it's so late for and it's kind of late for her, but hey, man, when you have the rise, go with it. You know. All right. Yeah. So Superman Legacy rumor plot leak. Okay, comic cuts. You might flip out about it, so I apologize. So there's a woman named Grace Randolph. <laughs> And she oh, is, boy. yeah. And Grace Randolph is one of. She's a hater of James Gunn. So, um, but she gave this stupid plot leak, which I don't think is true. But I, I, I want to read it out to you, comic cuts. Um, spoiler alert: If you don't want to watch any spoilers regarding Superman Legacy, leave now. I'll be honest; I don't think this is true. So I would just stay here. All right, are you ready? Yeah. Superman Legacy conflict in Middle East. Superman wants to stop it one way. Other heroes disagree. Lex Luthor is also trying to negotiate peace his own way. 
Um, and basically, Superman is going to have Superman is going to be against the JSA in this in this movie. It's a lot going on. Doesn't that sound know? like Black Adam or am I tripping? Yeah, it does. It's kind of like and. I don't think they should be doing – first of all, like, we don't need to see the JSA. I don't think there should be any, like, version of, of justice yet. Uh, but, I mean, I guess if they're going to do it now that I let it marinate for, like, a second before I open my mouth, I guess it would be cool to be like, Superman, I don't like this, maybe the just – and then, you know, it plants the idea in his head of a different version, i.e. the Justice League. But – um you know, it, it just sounds like a lot going on. And listen, a lot of comic book movies fail because they try to do too much. You have to remember, these movies are like two, two and a half hours, maybe three. I doubt this is going to be more than two and a half, being that it's the first installment of the DCU. So that, that means you're between two and two and a half hours. And like, take the amazing spider-man 2 like just tried to do too much take spider-man 3 tried to do too much you know this happens time and time again um but if there's anyone that could pull it off it's james gunn he's one of the all-time greats and um you know like i'm not happy about guy gardner being the green lantern in the movie um but i still believe in james gunn and i am expecting this movie to be a certified banger I agree. This this plot league is cap. I mean, this is terrible. Um, James Gunn literally said this movie is about Superman in Metropolis. So how would the Middle East have something to, to do with this? Grace Randolph, bro. Terrible take. Um, yeah, this will go against everything that James Gunn said, number one. So I disagree. And maybe she's thinking about the GSA because of Hawkgirl, but Hawkman's in the GSA, not Hawkgirl. So, um, yeah. I I love everything about Superman Legacy so far. I just can't wait to, to see the suit with the trunks. There's no such thing as trunks. It's just or with the underwear. With the underwear. I want the underwear <laughs> over pants. I, I want to see I, it, man. I, I and, and, and when that happens, I'm going to make the thumbnail the, just the underwear oh. over the pants. <laughs> and, and, and I'm going to have an audio button that says... Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> Every by the way, you, you know, you know who never had the underwear over pants? Who Henry Cavill? Spider Man. Dude, who cares about Spider Man at this point? Well, my, way... my, sorry, my point is Spider Man suit is timeless. Like even you could go back to the very first Spider Man suit of the sixties, and it still looks cool today. Actually, hold on, I got it right here. I have this boxed. The amazing fantasy action figure, you know, and that's Superman has a timeless suit too, bro. I guess a lot of people think that, but I disagree because of you're a hater, bro. Superman has a timeless suit. That shit's fire. Superman has a timeless suit too, bro. You're hating. Okay, so now let's talk about this. Okay, so basically, we were bamboozled. Nicholas Holt was never looked at to play Superman, apparently. The rumor is that he was actually looked at to play either, and these are the two characters that apparently are being rumored, Lex Luthor or Bruce Wayne. Okay. 
I think Nicholas Holt was looked at to play Lex Luthor. There's no piece of Bruce Wayne in that man's body. I'll be real with you. Um, and I think he, I think he will be a great Lex. I can see I him bald. Yeah, yeah. I think so, he'll be a phenomenal Lex. Um, but this man is not a hero. Like he played Beast well. Um, but he like playing Beast and playing Bruce Wayne or Clark Kent are completely different roles. <laughs> like you, you don't mix up those two. That's like saying Dave Bautista played Drax. You know what? Let's have him play Bruce Wayne. I agree. I agree. They're just like playing Bruce Wayne is like you're is like someone taking the spot of James Bond. Yeah, I you took the words out of my mouth. Like that's like Tom yeah. Cruise passing the, the Ethan Hunt mantle onto you. Like it's impossible. Yeah. Like you'll never ever reach that. Pen- like not never ever, but you have to be a heck of an actor to reach that pinnacle of yeah. of acting level because when you're playing batman you're playing two d- different characters in one guy same thing with superman so yeah. with and i think lex luthor takes a a, a certain attitude but i'll be real i think the rock could play lex if like it if like he wanted to because because the the like like lex luthor is kind of an easy character to land in my opinion um yeah. so but yeah man i I wouldn't mind seeing Nicholas Holt as Lex also because the fact that that he's young, this is a guy that you can build with. And I think that's the number one, one thing. I I never saw this guy as Superman ever. ever. Um, okay. So it was talked about that Sasha Cow is going to be the DCU Supergirl. I don't think that's true. How do you feel about that? Um, did you like Sasha Cow Supergirl? I did. I don't think it's true. I and. and I, I, I've said, you know, this. I've had this kind of idea that I put forward before, and it's the same thing. It's like I have the mentality of, listen, I think James Gunn really wants to move away from things that failed. And, like, as gr- much as I love the movie The Flash, I think that, like, obviously the movie failed, and I don't think that they're going to give Sasha Cal's Supergirl another shot. I think they want to start fresh. They don't want fans to look at her and see her as an extension of a movie that they didn't like or hated, whether they hate it fairly or not. Um, you have the chance to start fresh and do this right. Uh, that's what you do. I agree. I agree, bro. Um, yeah, I I mean, Sasha Cal was good, but I mean, right now is not the time to be talking about Supergirl, man. Like, let's, let, let's get Superman right first, you know? And yeah. that's how I feel about it, man. Let's get soups right, and then we'll focus on the other things later. Um, that is the issue with DC films is that they rush things too fast. You know, let's let's just focus on Superman. Which, by the way, like shout out to everyone for not going nuts over the Batman casting, and I know we've spoken about it too. But like, let James Gunn cook. As much as I hate that saying, in regards to what. I just, I just think that's a corny saying. No, no, no. I was saying you said uh, let James Gunn's cook. Like, up. like I don't think everyone needs to be like, oh, who do you think is going to be Batman? Because the truth is, nobody has a clue, and James Gunn will cast him. And the second he thinks someone knows that he doesn't fully trust, he's going to go on Twitter and tell us. I guarantee it. That's why we found out about David Corn Sweat because. 
James Gunn didn't believe that it was going to be, st- it was going to remain a secret that he told us. Yep. I agree. I agree. So, yeah, dude, we are on the same. Yo, today we are we're actually on the same page by a lot. Usually we're like 50 50. Me and you were on today. Pause. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. So, I know you wanted to talk about these cutscenes from The Flash. So, can you read that, that, that post and then go into your like opinion? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Let me. Yo, man, Comic Cuts has been giving us the content, man, for, for the yeah. day, man. He's going, he's going in. I love it. Love okay, it. so new images of Ben Affleck in a black and silver bat suit that was intended for the original post-credit scene of the Flash uh, were, were revealed, uh, you know, circulated the internet today. And of course, there were DC fans, aka Zack Snyder fans, who have the Omega sign, which is the dark side sign, in their Twitter name because they are so obsessive. Uh, over a movie that HBO Max is taking off their platform. They've already done it in Europe. Anyway, but here's the deal. They're complaining. Oh, my God. It's, you know, I'm trying to fix my hair, and it's, like, hard to see which side to go because it's, like, inverted on the camera. Um, Whatever. Anyway, so here's the deal. You do not get to complain about this cutscene not being in the flash if you also say, we want Zack Snyder back, or the Flash sucked. What would you have preferred? Would you have preferred to have this cutscene in the movie and then them come and say, "We're not Ben Affleck's not going to be in the DCU? Because that's exactly what happened with Henry Cavill in Black Adam, and you guys still, till this very second, are throwing a fit about it. So shut up, sit down, and stop it because you're going to pretend that you kept your mouth shut when D- the DCU is out and those movies are fire. You're going to pretend and you're going to start a new Twitter account and delete your old ones and you're going to be crying in your underwear over your pants. <laughs> Yo, stop calling it the underwear over the pants, bro. I, I love it. I, I love the yeah. underwear over the pants. Okay, so – my mom, my, my opinions. I'm glad these movies were cut. Culture Nerd was on point about what he said. They just don't want to give you guys hope because it's not going to happen. If the fans didn't care, I'm pretty sure they would have put it in there and it would have been dope to see. But because the fans are so emotional, and this is my issue with a lot of MCU, I mean, DC fans, we are so freaking emotional about everything. Yes, yes, Comic Cuts and I were angry about Henry Cavill not being continued as Superman. But we were jumping for joy when David Cornsweet got casted. Yeah. And we're backing David Cornsweet until we see something because we trust the vision. That's the issue with a lot of you guys. You guys don't trust the vision. There's a man that loves the comic books, that knows what he's doing, that has that has created over $4 billion in movie revenue, and y'all still hating on him. And by the Think way, about that. Think about that. Think about that. And – and let's not mention that four billion that James Gunn has has made at the MCU has does more than literally every DC every DC EU film that we've seen. His three movies do more revenue combined than all of those movies. And also, like when it comes down to it, who do you think is a real like the bigger comic fan? Because I'll tell you this, Zack Snyder. And this is Stevie's coin phrase. Zack Snyder is a lore killer. He does not respect the scripture. 
James Gunn is like there is I'm on, James Gunn is up there with like the Russo brothers. It, there's no comparison. Like, he's one of the best. No he's he's yeah. one of the best. He's he's probably top two at this point. Yeah, he's top and two. The truth is even and, and listen, I'm a fan of Snyder. I like his movies, but the truth is is that even non comic book fans, which a lot of Snyder fans are non comic book fans, but there's a lot of other movie fans that aren't Snyder fans that watched the Snyder cut and didn't think it was that great. They thought it was a mediocre movie. Yes. Those, fa- those fans who don't read comics, who didn't like the Zack Snyder movie, you know what movies they love? They love Guardians of the Galaxy. They love the Suicide Squad. I agree. And, both, and all of those movies are abided by the comics because that's what James Gunn is about. And and let me just check, DCU fans. What was the, the main issue about Zack Snyder? What was the main issue about the whole DCEU? Wasn't it that we weren't aligning with the comics? Yeah. So Bro, fans don't know what they're doing. They're stupid. I, 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 and I'm going to call someone out on here. Let's and, go do it. So there's a guy in his – Say his name. Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yep. And, and we're going to tag Adam. you in this too, boy. We're going to yeah. tag you in this too. Yo, you were saying, you know, I've never read a comic book, and I don't care if movies are comic accurate. Here's the problem with that. The, the, the There's a reason that before comic book movies, comics have been around for so long and loved by fans for so long, and they've evolved to what they are to give us these huge movie franchises. And the reason that most of these comic book movies have been successful is because they're comic book accurate. And that's not because that just pleases comic fans. It's because that they are paying respect to the stories and the creators and telling a story that have, that has already worked, that they already know fans like this story. And whether those fans are comic fans or not, Movie fans, whether they're comic fans or not, will like this story because it's a good story. So when Zack Snyder makes a movie and he tells an entirely new story, he is taking an uncalculated risk. And he's also taking the uncalculated risk by betraying the creators before him, betraying the art, and betraying the fans. There's a reason why comic accuracy is important. And that reason is not because, you know, to please comic book readers. It's not the reason. It's because the stories work. And that is why these movie directors that respect the scripture make good movies. Like Matt Reeves. Like Matt Reeves. Think about Matt Reeves. Who had... And- and sorry, Zack Snyder, but Matt Reeves has more right to create his own thing than than, than Zack Snyder. Matt Reeves has Planet of the Apes, which yeah. goes down in history as one of the greatest film series of all time. But, and, and what does Matt Reeves do? He goes by the book. To yeah. Every single shot, every single word he says, every single turn, every single look, every single thing about Batman, Matt Reeves went by the book. You know yeah. why? Because Matt Reeves actually respects the writers of the content. And that's what I kind of think it boils on to. I just think that Zack Snyder just doesn't respect like just the, the or, or reverse content. But like, but that's what makes James Gunn special. And so when fans are getting angry at James Gunn, oh, he hates Henry Cavill, all this, all that. No, bro. It's called it's something called business. 
And it's something called you're trying to create your own thing, right? The same way Zack Snyder is doing Rebel Moon, not with Star Wars, because he wanted to do what he wanted, right? Same thing with James Gunn. So that's that, that's the this way, one, yeah. I want to list a couple movies that went by that you were inspired by comic books. Go ahead. Infinity War, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy, the Batman, Iron Man, Captain America, Winter Soldier. Uh, Captain America, Batman Civil Begins, War, Batman Begins, The Dark Knight. You know, I could go on and on and on. That list is never ending, and those are all the greats. Yes, Zack Snyder's movies are going to be forgotten. Mm-hmm. It is. It is rare. It is very rare that someone follows the book and they fail. It's very rare. Yeah. Even Christopher. Yeah. E- even Christopher Reeves. Even Christopher Reeves Superman still. Holds up to this day. People still watch those movies. You know why? Because the because the because the directors followed by the book. And yeah, like obviously the Russo brothers made some changes, but the story generally was pretty accurate. You know, obviously there are changes, and the MCU does that. But these they do go by the book. They respect the scripture. They follow the scripture, and there's a reason these movies are successful, and there's a reason. The movies that don't follow it are unsuccessful. It's pretty much been that way since the beginning of comic book movies. So congratulations. You made yourself a movie fan, not a comic book fan. And by the way, you are not a diehard fan of DC if you've never read a DC comic. You are not a diehard fan of Marvel if you've never read a Marvel comic. You are not a diehard fan of any of this stuff if you only consume one form of its media, especially when the main form is the comics. I agree. <laughs> Mic drop. Exactly, man. So sit down and shut the hell up. I'm kidding. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah man. So yeah, that's that, that's all we got to say, man. We got to like this Snyder stuff got to stop, dude. I'm sorry. It has to. Mm-hmm. Um, It is not good for fandom at all. So, all right. We're going to end there. Um, next week we're going to talk about some Sea Secret Invasion. Um, I have yet to watch. I, I, this sounds so bad. I have yet to watch this last episode, and I heard this. So yeah, I heard it's really good. So I'm, I'm, I'm really going to watch it when we get off of this. Uh, give it a watch. I heard it's a really good episode. So, yeah. um, thank you guys for watching and listening. Please, as I said before, like, subscribe, ring the notification bell. We have a video that's actually doing crazy right now. It's um, we pull it up. I'm pretty sure it's the. The Marvels video that was recorded yesterday. Okay. Yeah, we have the Marvels video that's doing good. Uh, we also did a video on Superman Legacy about why there are so many heroes in this movie that that's doing that's doing big. We have so many videos that are literally being released every day, and you guys got to tune in, man, because we are just trying to put out as much content as possible. So, yep. thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Have a have a wonderful day, and peace out.